Good afternoon. This is Quintus Curtius, and welcome back to the podcast. The subject of this podcast is going to be uh, Do Adversarial Relationships Become Personal? Do professional adversarial relationships become personal? And you'll see what I mean when I read this email that I got recently from uh, a very good guy, someone I know. And he said, um, he said, George, a question occurred to me earlier today that you can surely answer and which might also interest many of your other readers. How emotionally engaged do you get against an opposing lawyer when you're at trial? I assume you cross swords with the same half dozen lawyers over the years, so it's hard to think you see each other as mortal enemies. But surely you must feel indignation on a client's behalf from time to time, even if, even if you don't let it show, and that must build up. It's not quite like facing the rival football team year after year, is it? I ask purely out of ignorance and interest. All right. So the gist of his question is, is it possible to separate the professional from the personal? Is it possible to do that? And the answer is yes. It's very simple. When you are in a type of profession that's inherently adversarial, which uh, obviously, being a lawyer is mo mostly for most people. The the type of law that I do, I practice in two areas: uh, bankruptcy and criminal defense, with a little bit of some civil stuff, some specialized civil stuff on the side, which I won't bore you with. But uh, basically, bankruptcy and criminal defense. And and in those in those areas, occasionally you can have adversarial proceedings, adversary proceedings, trials, criminal trials. Uh, so. It's um, and even when things do not go to trials, you're you're always going to have situations where you're trying to negotiate things or resolve issues or advocate for your client and trying to get a certain thing. And very often you've got someone on the other side who has a different goal. And you know the best way to answer this question is a professional does not get personally involved. When you are a professional, when you are hired to do a job, you focus on the job. You focus on the work at hand. You focus on the job. And anything that detracts from that is a problem. And you're doing your client a disservice if you allow your own personal feelings to be injected into the advocacy. And I think this is a... a a mistake that young lawyers make. You know, when they first start out, their first few years, they tend to take things personally. They tend not to know how to calibrate their responses uh, in emails and phone calls and letters so that they can come across appearing overly aggressive, uh, overly strident, and in some ways, uh, accomplishing ends that are counter to their purposes. And this tends to go away with time. As you get older, as you get more experienced, and I've been practicing law now since 1998, so it's, you know, 25 years. It's a, it's a relatively long time, uh, and not in some, you know, sitting in some corporate office, actually representing clients, having to earn your bread by the sweat of your own brow, by what you bring in. So it's a very, very uh, uh, different dynamic. 
you have to know how to deal with people. You have to know how to talk to people. You have to know how to read between the lines. And you have to know how to evaluate the situation so that you can accomplish your purposes. And with experience comes knowledge. When you first start out, as I said, young lawyers tend to take things very uh, personal. Um, not all the time. There are some that are very mature, but but uh, at least for me anyway, my first few years, looking back now, I, I, I did and said certain things that I would have done differently now. Uh, but as you get more experienced, you learn to sort of disengage yourself from the issues at hand. And you know, you are always going to be in situations where you find yourself dealing with people that you don't like personally, that you find uh, uh, prickly or offensive or grating or irritating or needlessly antagonistic. But the mark of the true the mark of the true professional is he who can rise above these issues and focus on the job at hand and not let these things bother him. If you take the bait, you're done. And very often you'll be in situations where you are trying to advocate for your client and opposing counsel will do deliberately petty things. They'll do deliberately malicious things or deliberately petty things, um, sometimes to test you, sometimes uh, as a mark of frustration. And I usually notice this when they have a weak case. Generally, the weaker someone's case is the more aggressive they are and the more hostile they are. That tends to be the, the correlation that I've noticed. Breezy confidence comes with knowing that you have a strong case. It's the people that become sort of, uh, oh, you know, hyperactive mongooses that that uh, are the indications that, that they have very bad facts and they know it. But you can't take the bait. That's what's important. And this is really the critically important thing is when someone is trying to provoke you, when someone is trying to antagonize you, do not take the bait. Do not allow yourself to get pulled into the mosh pit because once you do that, you lose your power. You lose your uh, sense of balance and dignity. And more importantly, it doesn't help you. It just doesn't. Because the last thing that judges want to see is squabbling counsel. Judges don't want to see you and the opposing counsel going back and forth and, and uh, fighting and arguing with each other. He doesn't want to see that. He doesn't want to see that. He or she doesn't don't want to see that. And it never comes across the right way. If you descend into that mosh pit, it's never going to come out looking the way you think it looks. So you have to resist that temptation. So the, I guess the, the best answer really to this question is that you have to keep things professional, and a, a good professional always does keep things with a detached emotional perspective. But yes, are there some counsel that you like more than others? Of course. Are there some personalities that you find when you when you see them calling on the uh, caller ID and you inwardly say to yourself, oh God, I got to deal with this guy again? Uh, of course, of course that's going to happen, but you can't take the bait. Therein lies the discipline. Therein lies the discipline. Therein lies the professionalism. Because if you take the bait, if you descend into the realm of the petty, if you descend into the realm of the small-minded dunce, then they've won. The other side really, in, in many ways, has scored a victory off you because they've, they've gotten to 
throw you off your game. They've been successful in throwing you off your game. You have to keep things professional. You have to be detached. And that goes also for dealing with your client as well. You, know, you have to know how to manage expectations. You can't make promises that you can't keep. You have to um, balance everything you say and understand that every single thing that you say is going to be parsed out and analyzed and hinged on. And any representations that you make that uh, you know don't turn out to be true, uh, that's going to be remembered. So you have to be very careful on how you communicate with people. And that goes for phone calls, that goes for emails, goes for text messages, whatever. You know, when I first started out, you know, we would get, um, you know, obviously, you know, uh, you know, you'd get calls from 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 clients, from creditors, from opposing counsel, and there are some situations where, you know, I let my emotions get the better of me. I lost control of myself um, verbally. That is, I allowed things to slip out of my mouth that I regretted later. I mean, nothing, you know, major, nothing uh, catastrophic or anything, but some things that you wish that you had not said and and some things that you had not said that you wish you should have said but this is part of the learning experience this is what learning is all about this is part of the learning curve and i think any profession anyone working in any area whether it's a, a professor a dentist or electrician a plumber a landscaper whatever uh, there's a learning curve there and you've got to allow yourself time to grow You've got to al allow yourself um, room to breathe, and you've got to learn how to be a professional. Being a professional is not something that, that comes automatically. It has to be learned. It's a skill set that takes years to acquire. But once you acquire it, the good news is that people will sense that. People are going to key off you. How you present yourself to the world, how you present yourself to opposing counsel, to your client, to the judge is how you will be perceived. If you present yourself like a dunce, if you're always involved in bickering and controversy and petty, small-minded uh, nastiness, then you're going to be targeted. Uh, you're going to be um, labeled as that, and word is going to get around. So I guess, the, again, to sum up, then, I guess the best answer to his question is that, uh, no, you don't. The good lawyers do not allow... Uh, they do not allow their personal feelings of, of maybe acrimony or dislike to interfere with the performance of their duties. And it, it, it should be very, very robotic. And, and you should, I don't, robotic in the sense that you should not have your emotions tied into things. I'm not saying you act in a robotic way. I'm just saying you have to be somewhat detached. And uh, he who can do that has, has very much mastered himself and mastered his profession, if you can do that. So I think that's the, um, the lesson to be learned because people are, people are going to key off it. They're going to notice it. And you should never shut the door. You should never be in a situation where you, are, you have just burned your bridges with opposing counsel or, or uh, you know, someone that you're dealing with uh, so that you're afraid to to uh, resolve problems because the the truth is that lawyering is the art of compromise in many ways it's the art of compromise you have to you, this idea like like they present on television where everything you just fight it out to the death and uh, that's that's not how things are done yes uh, there are trials uh, there there are bench trials and jury trials that happen 
you know, I, I just did one this, just a few months ago in November, a criminal jury trial, and I, I just did, uh, I've got a civil one coming up here in, in February. So, you know, the, you know it, 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 they do happen. You, um, you encounter them if you're a good lawyer and you're out there advocating for your client. You're going you're gonna to be involved in, in courtroom uh, uh, scenarios. But everything has to be professional. You've got to be professional. And if you can't do that, uh, then uh, you need to go work at uh, Kinney's Shoes because um, this is no place for, for amateurs. And I have to say, over the years, I've rarely seen opposing counsel really descend into doing anything uh, really, really egregious. You know, I have in my career, there, there have been some rare instances, very rare instances, which I will not go into, of, of opposing counsel actually violating certain ethical rules and getting called out for it, not by me, but by the judge. Um, uh, and there have been examples of opposing counsel that have behaved in, in what I would say less than courteous ways towards me. And uh, I think in, in, in many ways disgracing themselves by doing that. But all in all, it's rare. The vast majority of attorneys that you're dealing with are going to be people just like you. They're just trying to earn a living. They're just trying to make ends meet. They're just trying to earn a living. They have no reason to uh, descend into the, the, um, the mosh pit of squabbling. They don't want to do that. They don't allow their personal feelings to get involved with uh, the performance of their work. Some do. There, there, are, there are some rare ones who actually get a rise out of it. And that's, that's one of the things that you will learn is there are some people that are just sadistic. They just like confrontation. They just like, they just like drama. And they uh, try to inflict that on you, but you've got to rise above it. You've got to know how to handle and manage those person, persons, personages, so that uh, you can keep your sanity and get your get the get the job done. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about: is results. Your clients want results. So anyway, uh, I will sign off here for now, and until we talk again soon, keep on blasting and keep on crunching. <laughs>